It's great to see you all, and I hope that our discussion today will be very beneficial to you. More and more, I pay attention to what I say, sometimes spontaneously. Not spontaneously without my involvement, but precisely in the flow, so that the aspects need to be awakened in each of you are also perceived by your mind. This is critical. And I'm increasingly giving what I refer to as keys to realization. Because while some believe that the keys to realization are some special super skills, the truth is that the keys are understanding. Understanding how to go through it and take it in is the key to self-realization and progressing to a higher level. This is a crucial point. Therefore, I ask that you focus your attention and your mind on it. The subject is, as usual, Kriya as a spiritual practice for speedy progress and evolution. I'm going to talk about it right now. It'll take 15 to 20 minutes. Then there are the questions, because there are a lot of them. And I'd like to pay more attention to them, which will result in a disclosure of the issue itself. Because as you may be aware, we do Kriya practice in groups, with individuals, and with everyone. The question arises, why? Why Kriya and not something else? Given my extensive research, research in the sense that I practically tried everything on myself, the research of the very concept of yoga and Taoist practices initially, obtaining only Kriya, I came to the conclusion that this method is the most effective in every way in terms of speed, acceleration, and what is referred to as the very concept of yoga for advancement. Then, according to ancient texts, Kriya is the pinnacle of all spiritual practices, the high level of Raja Yoga. Babaji, the immortal Himalayan saint, demonstrated it, and not only he but other individuals, 18 cities in total, there are more than 144, and possibly more, some are unknown. But 18 cities are the most manifested in our world, in our social life. Two of them are the teachers of Babaji the Immortal. This is Bogar, or Boganathar. He is also known as Agastya and Ramalinga Swamigal who is also Babaji's disciple. They both reached an immortal state, where their bodies were transformed on the physical plane. While it is obvious that these are high incarnations, that we can think of them as avatars, who have entered the world, I will tell you that every soul with the radiance of the sixteen suns is you having the quality of avatars and the aspect of the Absolute. We are some essence of the Absolute itself, 
And thus it is critical to understand precisely what we consider ourselves to be in need of awakening. Therefore, Kriya is extremely effective in this regard, as it allows for the conscious acceleration of this process. This is an important point. If we're talking about what we truly desire in this life, many people who engage in spiritual practice are looking for a technique. We need to figure out what we want, what our interests are. Many people practice to gain superpowers. There's nothing wrong with it, but there's also nothing good about it, so they're wasting their time. Since there's also self-realization in the Absolute, in the Creator, in the original nature underlying it. To achieve this many years of life and nurturing, are required. But, if we're talking about what we really have to do, we must be determined. We cannot say that we sincerely did something for ourselves, that we are objective in this sense, unless we have followed the path, chosen sadhana, spiritual practice to the end until we have no experience or result. To fully comprehend how well the system works, you must first demonstrate it in yourself, which requires practice. Unfortunately, nothing works without practicing. There is, of course, a high technique, the highest where you do nothing, which is when you very, very tearfully, earnestly, I would say, ask the higher for self-realization. Then, the Creator may simply give you liberation, but not the fact that you retain your individuality so as not to distract Him with your tears. It's like a dream. You fall asleep, and there's nothing else behind it. Remember that state when you wake up and suddenly realize that there was nothing. You closed your eyes eight or nine hours ago, or three days ago. Whatever. You open your eyes, there was no dream, there was nothing. And you realize that you were gone. It is a very deep state, but nothing happens. But now you are jivas. Each of you are jivas, that is, a soul that has acquired a body, and you are living in this sense. Just as this jiva is alive, a person who is alive signifies that the soul is present in the body. He is alive, and this is referred to as a jiva in Sanskrit. Jiva is at the mercy of the mind, at the mercy of one who dominates everything in the lower astral. So yoga practice is required to transcend the effect of the one who rules and claims our mind. To go beyond in order to awaken that which sleeps inside us and is currently sleeping. As a result, it is Kriya Babaji who teaches self-realization techniques such as Kriya. I'd like to call the attention of individuals who may be attending a presentation for the first time. We are now discussing the Kriya Yoga that Babaji taught through Lahiri Mahasaya. In this case, the Kriya Yoga that I am referring to is not a part of any yoga or a sort of yoga. Kriya is the method that Babaji taught, and it is the foundation of what is known as Raja Yoga. As well, 
as the pinnacle of Raja Yoga, which is the higher level of Raja Yoga. This Kriya I'm referring to now, since in the modern world, many Kriya movements have emerged. For example, Satyan Saraswati have a book, you've probably heard of it, in which he teaches Kriya Yoga. But, in reality, they teach Raja Yoga practices, which they call Kriya Yoga. I can do some asana and call it Kriya, and in theory I'd be correct. But it is not Babaji Kriya, and it's very different. So I believe that if anyone is interested, more information on this subject is best learned from the sources. Of Autobiography of a Yogi by Paramhansa Yogananda and from our resources. But the best way to learn more is to attend a seminar. That's the way I'm inviting those of you who haven't been before. There is nothing complicated about this life. But there's also nothing easy, because everything is complicated. The tricky part is figuring out what the lies entail. Do you know what I mean? This is a lie, and all that is false is complicated. If we are talking about what we really should be doing, we should be walking in a condition of goodness and stability inside. Confidence, openness, open-mindedness as such, acceptance, approval, and I mean it's a long list. To get there, you must learn to experience your core, your spiritual center from the inside. Whatever occurs, you can be nervous, say something or make your point to someone, but you will always be yourself. This is very important. The moment you arrive, you are not scared of anything, because you have something to hold on to. After a while, you start to realize that what you are holding on to is what you are in essence. In other words, there is self-realization, and the second aspect is also self-realization in the Creator or in the Absolute. This is called Sat-Purush. Sat is truth, and Sat-Purush is the name of the Absolute. Let it be this way. He has many names, but still. When such persons travel through all levels of consciousness, they eventually reach Satya-Loka. Now, I'm not talking about karmic elements or steps, because people who have taken the path of Kriya Yoga, they bypass karma in a certain way. That is, as if it is a parallel path that is built by the teachers themselves, who are interested in the soul to develop. For a time, you are legally bound by these regulations, but eventually, you rise above them, and the planetary level becomes less active. When I refer to the planetary level, I'm referring to the planet's influence in the astral plane, which includes emotions, aspects, and energies that we are obligated to give, as well as feeding the demigods, which includes some, let us call them devas, let it be. In fact, we are much higher. I say it plainly and openly, we are far superior to any of the hierarchy present. Why? Because they are generated through intermediaries, whereas every soul who sits here right now is directly from the Absolute. Well, that's the point. People don't know about this, and this is a secret. And by the way, this is the main key to realization. Many people do not comprehend this, and many believe that we are dependent, because we are in this karma, which is created again by this hierarchy. We are dependent on a superior, a hierarch of some level of consciousness, a deva, a demigod, etc. 
but the Father, that Heavenly One who exists everywhere and is the basis of everything, is simply waiting for us through our aspiration and helps us directly to come to what we want to come to. It is true joy, light, and a constant vibration of love and experience. In order to come to this, of course, you have to work on yourself, to shift your attention to the Divine. Satya Sai Baba says that if you aim your attention toward God, your mind would become Divine. And anyone who is not interested in your realization has no chance no possibilities and no place to stay. Because if we talk about the notion that there is someone who is hindering our development, he is located precisely in our mind. And if we do not make room in our minds for it, switching our minds to the Divine, that has to be done very technically, all the time with awareness. It is a non-mechanical work, absolutely. That is what Kriya is, since it is in the form of a magnificent boat, the boat that will take us to the other side. Have you heard of such a concept as Baraka among the Sufis? Baraka is the transmission of the energy of the teacher spirit to the student. This is the main aspect of Sufism. It is initiation, consecration and yogism. So, Baraka is connected with the English word Bark. This is the method that the Masters conveys with the keys in the form of a kind of boat which the disciple gets and sails to the other side. Very symbolic and very important. When we say that we need to achieve something in life, we mean that we need to embark on a boat in the guise of some method of learning and after following this course for ourselves, it is critical that we know where we are sailing because there can be a lot of surprises. There are undercurrents, there are rocks, it is critical that you deal with it. Not to tear ourselves apart, but to truly comprehend what we are doing. So, in this sense, Kriya is universal for me, and naturally, Kriya has grown quite popular in today's world. So in order to not waste your time, I will tell you the following. When you master the techniques of body energization, there are six levels. They are given as a seminar. It takes different time to each person to master it. It depends on the number of incarnations of the soul, the awakeness of the soul, the level of consciousness, the purity of consciousness, the purity of heart intentions, and many other factors. So, the Master decides whom to give the seventh level immediately, as I did, and whom to give it later, and someone even in the next life. I'm not interested in the next life. I'm interested in each of you realizing yourself in this life. If you come into contact with this teaching yourself, by teaching, you can also mean your higher self. Znana, or walker of knowledge, is a part of the higher self, since the higher self is often portrayed in the form of knowledge. Jnana is ultimately the highest knowledge, which is God. That is why Kriya is an element of God to me. And if I can speak with him in this way, my whole Kriya practice becomes a hallowed deed. Do you know what I mean? It gets results much faster. It is not merely techniques. It is not techniques acquired from elsewhere and collected together to accomplish something in this life. 
Kriya is universal in this sense because it is direct communion with the Creator, prayer in action. It will not take long if I offer someone the seventh level from the time of mastery, considering all aspects, but no more than a year. One inhalation and one exhale will be done from the time of mastery. This is me explaining the process to you. What is Kriya like? One inhalation and one exhale is all there is to it. This is the first year of your development. That is, you may live a year of evolution in one conscious breath that travels through the spinal centers, waking particular areas, the so-called chakras, where you ascend in awareness to a high level or dimension, so to speak, to a very high level of your being. What is one year of evolution? Imagine you are engaged in spiritual practice and you eat little, sleep little, do not get sick and do not die, as frequently as people do in everyday life. That is, people die every day because they grow old, weaken in everyday life, hoping for something, and their vitality fades. However, you devote this year to your sadhana, and you practice every day, from dawn to dusk, knowing what you are doing, reading spiritual literature and communicating with the Masters. Here's a year's worth of what you can achieve in a situation like this, which is quite a lot. Kriya takes half a minute to perfect from the moment you master it in one breath and one exhale. If we want to reach the level of cosmic consciousness, in order to start living correctly, creatively, without fear of death, to be more expressive and not suffer as much as we used to, we must immerse ourselves in this energy and change our consciousness, our attitude toward life. Over and over again, this is the path to immortality. And it begins with the acceptance of cosmic consciousness, the cleansing of the mind in the mind's direction toward mindfulness, high energy and awareness, since we are all mindful. It is thought that those who have souls with such a high degree of initiation as you have, more than a thousand incarnations. And such an experience as you have, have intellect. Your mind is almost awakened, but you do not know how to deal with it, where to focus its energy, and the mind distributes this strength to its needs, the five senses out of habit. As a result, Kriya Yoga is a way for activating the processes of Pratyahara through breathing, resulting in a shutdown of the five senses – vision, hearing, scent, taste, and touch. Do you remember we have those? Through pranayama, you may consciously turn them off. Lahiri Mahasaya, Babaji's disciple, from whom we obtained the Kriya, requested Babaji for permission to pass on this information, knowing that people would have little or no time for self-development. That is really tough in today's environment. He pleaded for this knowledge by requesting permission to impart it to anyone he thought suitable, 
owing to his cordiality, generosity, and good disposition, among other qualities. According to him, Kriya is the truth and everything else is a lie. Why? Not because he has belittled other aspects of yoga in the eyes of others, but because Kriya is an action on the way to the high, a precise action, very mindful, correctly done, a performed action and perfect in its execution. So, the Kriya that Babaji and Lahiri Mahasaya are referring to is a direct manifestation of the Creator Himself. That is where I begin the discussion. And this is the queen of yoga. But in Kriya, I was leading up to the fact that I believe Pranayama to be the queen of yoga. Why? Because to put it another way, Pranayama is not about energy control, it's about creating conditions. It is also, by the way, the key to interacting with God. Because we cannot interact with Him unless the requirements are met on other occasions. What do we do when our dearest guests, our closest friends, come to see us? We clean the house, cook, prepare our own meals, and so on. In other words, the entire day is dedicated to welcome close beloved guests to our homes. But who can be more precious than the Creator Himself? who yearns to come to us and express Himself through us every second. We appear to be a manifestation of Him, in fact. And in order to do so, you must first establish the necessary conditions. That is why Kriya is Yoga. This is precisely what prepares the way for this great good, that grace, or the Holy Spirit to arrive. It is termed Shabd, or Holy Spirit, in Yoga, because it is the energy that manifests as light and sound, since God is light and sound, and we need to practice energizing the body and activating the neural network in order for our awareness to be pure. We need to practice constructing this neural network again, generating new neural connections, since it will be very difficult to progress without it, and we will have to give up everything we enjoy in order to do so, giving it up in the sense of realizing that you no longer require it, such as watching less information since it establishes neural connections. Our brains react to everything and constantly form new neural connections. It is up to us to determine what they will be and of what quality they will be. Do we need all this? As a result, Pranayama, the queen of yoga, creates an ideal atmosphere for absorbing spiritual energy. It suppresses the five senses. So while we exercise, we do not feel compelled to glance at WhatsApp. Put away your phone, so far away that you are not bothered to get up and get it. You will be too reluctant to get out of bed. And then you will do the rest of what you are required to do, except when it truly means to you to answer the phone if it really matters to someone. This is a feature of ministry. So it takes a half minute to breathe in and out, and one breathing cycle takes a half minute. But you live one year of your life, so you can see the comparison. A million years of development are required to achieve cosmic consciousness or human liberation.
We may be short on time, but we are blessed with the gift of Kriya Yoga super techniques. When I say super technique, I am referring to the most holy aspect of contact with the Creator, the Father, who is closer to anybody than anyone else. I am not talking about a Creator like Brahma who created the world, or a Creator who rules over three dimensions all the way down to the causal plane. I am referring to the Absolute, who created and governs all other dimensions, i.e. the original. This principle, I am, is strongly manifested in us. To achieve this condition, we must use Kriya methods to compress the energy of a million years into one life, or even a few years with rigorous practice. This occurs because we act while everyone is sleeping at night. Let's say eight hours of sleep. I'm not worrying you now that you cannot sleep, etc. I'm just suggesting you should be ready for it. By the way, sleep should be plentiful and of high quality. However, if you have the time, you may do it at any time of day or night, anytime you want in your spare time. Eight hours of Kriya practice, just one breath. You do not need anything else. That is 1,008 years of your evolution. And now multiply 1,008 years, or one day or eight hours, by a certain number of years, and you realize that a million years can be worked out very quickly from the moment you master it. It does not matter how old you are, even if you are 80. If you start practicing Kriya, you will be granted more years to realize, because the space of time for realization opens up the minute you start on the road. This is one thing. And the second thing is that a person simply gets stronger. He gets stronger as a result of strength being given. Why? Because he expressed his desire to achieve that extremely high component or the very purpose of life. We came here for one and only one reason. To correctly recognize ourselves and to terminate our lives or to extend it as much as is required to end it appropriately. We come here to spiritualize material nature, to convey our cosmos via light and melody rather than technocracy. We have been put on this technocratic path. On the way to this, ways for opening centers are given in the seventh step, and this is clear, that is, superpowers, and all that is associated with it to obtaining cosmic consciousness, you will already manifest superpowers as a result of your proper path. To reach enlightenment in what is known as Raja Yoga, for example, you need 48 years or many lives to meditate in solitude, say, in a Himalayan cave, preferably without a tiger entering it. And this is a rare situation. Well, there are such places, of course. And practice. To practice providing you have knowledge of the subject, someone else must serve food, because you do not reach samadhi instantly, which necessitates the lighting of a fire and making something to eat. As a general rule, such systems are communally articulated. Therefore, there are monks who support each other, or ascetics, who are not always monks. There are women who marry and assist their husbands, and vice versa. 
This is a very important point. But for the matter, Kriya practice does not need to be abandoned. The Hiri Mahasaya had intended to leave his humdrum life on Babaji's instructions, but he had to stay. Since Babaji stated, he had to set an example as a homemaker. Lahiri Mahasaya had five children and a wife who did not understand him at first. He had a difficult life because he was a servant and he had no means of living as we have. And yet he attained God-realization, that is, total liberation. And there are a lot of others like him. However, he is of a very high level, and he was a Jnana avatar. And he did not provide that road to us, just the individuals who have to follow it. But he did give us the path to realize how much we resemble him. There are no chosen ones. Everyone is the same. When people ask me if everyone is destined to come to realization, if everyone can reach the levels like Babaji, I tell them that if it were only for one person, no one else would know about it first. The second argument is that everyone possesses the same divinity, one for all. Thus, it is just a question of comprehension and desire. Everyone can and should do more. Therefore, we return again and again the single goal or work of self-realization. So, energizing the body, meditating on sound, on light, all these things allow you to advance very quickly. Progressive techniques or super techniques of Kriya Yoga accelerate the process of evolution. You reach to some degree the level of cosmic consciousness, however small, but it is very much. And then you enter more and more into the sphere where you, switching your attention and being in direct communication with the Creator, have the opportunity, bringing knowledge into your life, to change this life for the better. All the people who come into contact with you at that moment, or who simply meet you, they are bound to experience this feeling, this experience, a very subtle, very unobtrusive, but very powerful influence of spiritual energy. Because everything you look at has a transformational aspect. So there are individuals who are involved in activities, such serious systems, however varied, but powerful. If I were not practicing Kriya Yoga, I would go in the Taoist route, like Zhang Wang Quigong as an element, as an option since it is very close. Taoism is the result of Kriya Yogism. The city they embody in China and given ways, they are extremely similar to Kriya Yoga, practically one-to-one, -one, but it is still collective now and Kriya itself is the centering of your consciousness. It's a high stage. 